scripture i'm jordan shambly joined by wesley wildman and today we have a special guest in studio with us will addison or is will the great (laughs) yeah for those that listen to airing the addisons absolutely yeah so um real quick before we get into this will why don't you tell them where else you can they can listen to you yeah, you can listen to us on uh, AFR, of course. Uh, we have a live show that we do from 2 to 3 Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I, airing the Addisons. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, airing the Addisons. Um, and, you know, wherever, wherever we are, like, you can follow me personally. You can follow yeah. Miki personally. And uh, we, we, we are on there. So yeah. we'll, we'll talk back to you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're full-time uh, missionaries or full-time ministry. They're all in. Yes. They're, they're a great example of how we should be uh, living our lives. They have also some great skills and gifts that God's given them mm-hmm. to minister to the church here and abroad. Mm-hmm. Tell them just a little bit too um, before we get into the topic and why we're here about what you do mm-hmm. at AFA and AFR and the the new vision that God's given y'all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are what you would call uh, special initiatives, but we focus on marriage, family, and life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the bulk of our show will be about that and the conferences that mm-hmm. uh, we plan. We we really try to focus in on that because those are some, some things that the church really need to be shored up in. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we relate to our families, our children? You know, where do we stand on the life issue? Uh, all those things are very, very important. So we try to concentrate on those things. And mm-hmm. we do that through speaking, different events, you know, uh, just our radio show and really in our daily lives, you know, discipling our kids, too. And yeah. stay tuned because they have some great ideas for the future. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, yeah. That when you come away from listening to their program or any of their events, you come away encouraged to have a strong and healthy family. Amen. That's right. one of the main things that I take away from when I listen to y'all. So I appreciate y'all's ministries. Uh, it's important to have that. And the reason it, uh, why I'm excited about it is, and, and continue to be excited about it is because it's unique, even to AFA, from some of the other programs that we have. It sets it apart. And that's what AFA and AFR wants to do. We want to provide y'all good biblical worldview on different aspects of life and for them to emphasize on marriage, family, life. Y'all do a great job in the culture. So Yeah. All and, right. And we're proud to have you back on the show. I'm yeah. pretty sure we've had you on the show yes. before. Oh, yes. You yes. and uh, Miki as well in separate episodes as well. So yeah. always happy to have you y'all guys on board because the, the perspectives y'all bring on uh, on different topics and um, you just very well spoken and a lot of wisdom to share. So we're And you hear happy. me in yeah. the background turning pages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, Jordan? What, well, I was about to say, why don't you tell us about the Wesley, but I can't. <laughs> okay, um, go ahead. <laughs> we are proud to again announce for the fifth, Tenth time on yes. this show. <laughs> We're excited. We're that excited yeah. oh, about I'm, it. I am so excited yeah. about this. Uh, we've taken our annual magazine that we have put out for a few years mm-hmm. to a biannual magazine. So it's coming out twice a year. Starting this year, we released our spring 2020 issue. Um, the topics are on the theme of eternity. There's a lot of different topics that connect and intersect with the theme of living in the eternal kingdom of God as citizens of that kingdom. And also have an eternal perspective Absolutely. on the decisions and choices that we make. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, too, just to point out, too, when you sign up for this magazine, you don't have to feel burdened that you have to go back and sign up for right, the yeah. next uh, yeah. magazine. So when you sign up, when the new magazine comes out, we'll mm-hmm. send it to you. Yeah. You can go to engagemagazine.net. Mm-hmm. There's a tab there that says magazines. Yes. 
and you can go there and we're not asking for you to jump through four ho- hoops no, or no. anything silly <laughs> really, it's yeah. just your it's name free. your address we're just yeah. uh, we have a, a, a genuine desire on our end just to get you the magazine the ministry of afa they've covered the cost of the magazine we want to give it to you for free yes so you can get it in the hands of college students young adults your youth pastor mm-hmm. And we have a lot of parents and grandparents that read this, and they just really enjoy the content. Mm-hmm. They often will email us and say, I'm so glad to be able to read from the perspective of young adults. Yeah. And it helps them in their uh, oh, building relationships. Yeah, so. and, and, and that's one thing that I'm, I'm very happy to, 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 see, to hear from our audience is that even though we were created with the intent of reaching out to younger Christians sure. um, in this very specific uh, time frame and a, uh, uh, age and time of life, um, the the things that we've been able to communicate in the magazine is, is very applicable to all Christians. Um, and that's something that is sort of a byproduct, but it's such a good thing to Absolutely. do too, because um, honestly, like the truth of the Bible is applicable to to a Christian, no matter what age they yeah. are. Yeah, um, so I, I'm very happy that, that that has occurred. And also, um, Will, you've written an article for our past magazine, the mm-hmm. the, the one that we just put out in, uh, in the spring. Um, and uh, when I was putting together just sort of the ideas for what, what should go into this magazine, I was just thinking, okay, what are the topics that are really facing young Christians today? And how can those topics somehow come into the idea of the eternal kingdom of God and, yeah. and how that perspective might change. Um, I had no idea that this topic in particular <laughs> would just would just catch fire mm-hmm. really literally sometimes <laughs> across right. our nation. Yeah. And um, it, I mean, I, I, with with the whole coronavirus thing going on, I thought surely nothing else would happen. Like surely nothing else can happen in our That'll country that would, just, the... that would just <laughs> fill the, the 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 media outlets. But I mean, what we've seen in the past, um, I mean, arguably for a very very long time, but really coming to a head this yeah. year with the tragedy surrounding uh, George Floyd and, mm-hmm. and all of the issues that just exploded at that point um this article really is very timely just all of a sudden Mm. is is very very um apt for the times and uh the title of this article that you've written is words matter the sin of partiality Mm -hmm. and um i've got to be honest before i read your article i did not really think about partiality I always thought of it as a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily as something that the bible really spoke a lot about yeah but yeah. but you laid it out here um, that really the Bible has a lot to say about partiality. And while um, racism and partiality, partiality is kind of like an umbrella term, which racism falls under. Mm. Um, so um, how, when you, when you were approaching this article, like wh- where did you begin with all of this? Well, you know, I would have to say first and foremost, we use the term racism. Uh, and I, and when I use it, I use it because that's how we discuss what we're talking right. about. Right. But I, uh, don't see that as being a, a biblical term, okay? Uh, <laughs> because there's only one race, right? Yeah, you know, we That's get good. that from Acts chapter uh, 17, verse mm-hmm. 26, and in other places in, in the Word. But uh, partiality is uh, spoken about. James, he he speaks about it. Um, we see the incident with uh, Peter and Paul when Peter was uh, separating himself from you know uh, the Gentile believers. Right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, because the Jewish believers had come, mm-hmm. you know, so he was kind of standing back partiality and it affects the gospel. So Paul had to mm-hmm. withstand, you know, Peter yeah. uh, to his face. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about racism or partiality. The thing is, we have to first and foremost understand that it's a sin issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means that it no matter what uh, skin color you are, 
this is something that you can be you can do you can right. you fall into this type of sin and i think there's a a, a notion out there that uh, uh you know dark darker people or, or more melanated people they, they can't be racist because we can't fulfill you know our race and we can't we don't have any power behind it right. but no it's a sin issue and if you are a human being you can fall into this sin mm -hmm. and so the first thing was to really because i think sometimes we give over our terms you know we they All give the us time. terms and we take them and say oh, okay absolutely that's what it's called yeah. you know <laughs> and when you talk about racism we're talking about different races of people that sounds darwinian to me yeah. you know yeah right. and so we have taken that just because that's, that's what everyone says mm -hmm. and kind of put it as part of what we know in this discussion and i think we have to stop doing that we mm -hmm. have to use, try to use as best as we can uh biblical terms mm -hmm. as we discuss this stuff so uh partiality was a word that i found in the scriptures and i said man this is what it is because it goes beyond just skin color right yeah. There's other forms, you know, uh, it can be like the, the different caste systems. It can be just, um, you know, socioeconomic. It can be it, it, it rears its head in, in different ways. It's more than just the skin color. But in America, that's what we focus on the most. Right. Yeah. Is it, is it not true, though, that uh, there are some um, races, race, race that are described in America based on their nationalities, but others are based on their skin color? Which is kind of conflicts with itself. Yeah. Uh, um. I was, li I was the reason I brought that up. I was listening to Vody Bachman on that the other day, and he mentioned that. Uh. He mentioned that that he that was something that he noticed too. I forgot the example he used then, mm. but the he was making the same point you're making is that, uh, to be more a purist about it, like you said, for the point of conversation, at times we use their language so we're uh, can understand what yeah. we're communicating right. about. Um, but the reality is what you said, and that mm -hmm. is there's only one race, but there's different nationalities. Right, because we can, I, I think we can use uh, these words in discussion as long as we understand right. yeah. <laughs> that that's not what yeah. it really is. Yeah. And, you know, we take our cues from the word of God, but I think ethnicities, you know, uh, yeah. we find that. Um, in scripture. Yeah, th those, that's what Ethnic we groups. see. You know, there's, there's different ethnicities, uh, not different races. Yeah, right. amen to that. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and it, and also, like, I mean, these things were created by God. Um, obviously, he intended for mm -hmm. the human the human race, right. the human um, people to to uh, be it, this way, like, to be in different groups and stuff. And, mm -hmm. I mean, the lessons that we learn from that as Christians, I mean, he, yeah. he's, he creates this environment for us to, okay, well, there are differences. We have to overcome them. We have to rely on the Lord for wisdom and how to love one another the way he intends for us to. That's right. Um, and that's why... Paul thought it was such an important issue. Yeah. I mean, when when Peter fell to that, fell to the temptation to show partiality mm -hmm. uh, to the Jews over the Gentiles. I mean, it was obviously such a big issue that he confronted them publicly. And it was mm -hmm. huge because you know uh, Paul even mentions that Barnabas was led away. Mm -hmm. And you know anything about Barnabas? He was the son of encouragement. He was the one yeah. when they needed someone to go to Antioch, they sent him. Yeah. You know, he was the one that was out front giving his money. Right. You know, yes. and things like that. He's the one that brought Paul to the other brethren because mm -hmm. they didn't believe him. And and so Paul was like, man, even Barnabas was carried away. Right. You yes. know. So it was a strong. Uh, this this thing has like a strong, seductive, sensual nature about it. it pulls you in. Mm -hmm. You know. And so you have to be careful uh, when when you're dealing with this. Yeah. And I mean. I mean, I can I can see times in my life where partiality put to, came into play for for all different sorts of scenarios. I mean, yeah. it could be someone used a phrase that I associate with this kind of uh, worldview, and I'm immediately have this load mm -hmm. of assumptions that mm -hmm. just dump into my mind about them. Mm -hmm. um, and 
I, th- I do think because it's in the Bible, because Paul obviously thought it was such an important issue that it needed a public rebuke, mm-hmm. um, we do need to measure ourselves when it comes to how we deal with people yeah. and and be able to, you know, be aware that we can be susceptible to this right. um, in any in any regard, be it uh, economically or cross-ethnic groups. Yeah, and uh, I can just give y'all... Well, I was going to give an example of sure. that, but before I do, I'm looking down here at the magazine. I'm looking down here at the article that uh, Will the Great, Will Addison, wrote <laughs> for us. Um, does anybody else call you that other than Mickey? Could I feel like... Or is it just me now? It's me and Mickey? <laughs> we have some listeners that will oh, say it. Yeah. Good, okay, good. I, I didn't want to start something there. If I, unless it's good. If it's good, then I'll take it. Um, I'm looking down here, and just in the first sentence, the word racism is there. Um, now, the context says nearly everyone in America is familiar with the word racism. And then you go on to talk about that for a little bit. And you talk mm-hmm. about slavery and the mistreatment of ethnic groups. Um, golly, Will, can you help me out there? Because the problem I'm having there is that mm-hmm. that word is thrown around like water now. Yes. And the weight of that, that's a, that does happen. It has happened. Mm-hmm. And that is serious. Yeah. And I feel like the more we lump that in with somebody looking at me, the wrong way in Walmart. Mm-hmm. I think I think about all those that suffered that genuinely. Yeah, and, and the pain and the suffering they went through genuinely. Yeah. Um. You think about the pictures of uh, blacks being, you know, boxing underneath a boat to come over mm-hmm. here right. and then mm-hmm. sold literally in chains. Right. Uh, you think about those types of yeah. uh, hard images, and then for someone to use that in the same yeah. context of being. Uh, avoided walking across a crosswalk. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It just, it hurts me. Yeah. So help me out there on that. Yeah, definitely. Am I, am I thinking right on that? No, definitely has been thrown around so much. And it's, I, I don't know if people, well, maybe they do understand the weight of it because it's a it's a way that you would uh, even put guilt on someone mm-hmm. who, you know, may not even be guilty. Sure. You know, the person that you project that at and say, you're racist or, yeah. you know, Man, they, they feel like, well, what do you mean? You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not racist. You know, so it's, it's a weapon that's used today. You know, right. and I think, what I think, I'll, you know, and I would just say this, you know, because in, in our family we teach our kids that, hey, we all have, we all are colored. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. we different sure. shades of brown. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and also, you know, some more melanated than others. But in turn, uh, that once again, we turn talk about white, black, you know, that's, yeah. you know, what people understand. <laughs> yeah. And so, and we, and we, we, we try to teach our, our children that, man, you know, we are all God's creation. We've been made in the image of God, yeah. you know, and that you, we need to go deeper with people to really get to know them and to, to see, because it's yeah. easy to say, like you're saying, someone looked at me a certain way, so Oh, they must be racist, yeah. you know. But in the body of Christ, man, that shouldn't be, and uh-huh. we shouldn't do that to our other brothers and sisters, or to anyone really, mm-hmm. if we don't really know them. We need to get to know people, really see what they're saying, you know, understand them. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, if we had those conversations within the church, mm-hmm. we would understand that, man, this is my brother, this yeah. is my sister. You know, they're not <laughs> racist, and you, you know? may have more in common with those of a lighter or darker skin than you have with those of your same color skin yeah, right. if you yeah. don't uh, but you wouldn't know that unless you get to know them exactly um yeah so hey um, it is thrown around though yeah. it is yeah <laughs> hey okay so back to my illustration this is just a beautiful picture and no n- don't really have a point don't have a huge point here mm-hmm. so y'all can hop in here but i think about when you talk about partiality so mm-hmm. i've been able to travel across this country and i've met uh nearly ten thousand of our financial supporters 
for AFA. And uh, we'll sit in, I'll sit in big groups of 200 and sometimes I'll sit in small groups of 10 or 15. Mm -hmm. And no, only I know based on uh, most, almost all the time, I have no need to know how much or how often someone gives. I just know they're a giver and I want to build a relationship. But for different reasons on occasion, when you're working on different projects, you come across a person's giving and the different things. So you you, you know things right. like that. Well, I'm sitting at a table. This is a true story. And it hit me, but it didn't hit me till about, <laughs> I don't know, an hour in. But I was literally sitting at a table, true story, while we were doing one of our town halls that many people has been to. I was sitting at a town hall, and I literally was sitting across the table. I had a, a millionaire on my left here and on my right i had a guy that had been given faithfully twenty dollars a month for for about 30 years mm. almost a, almost dating back to the conception of afa mm. oh, wow. mm. and they literally dress identical in many ways and they literally communicate and talk the same and neither one of them knew each other yeah and just the idea that they talked to each other they treat each other they had a lot of uh same uh, biblical ideas and we were all on the same page as far as a great commission and, and serving our families and loving the Lord. And neither I, they never knew that. They mm. would have never known that. And I'm the only one that knew that. Mm-hmm. And the way that they loved and cared for each other right there during that, that time. Man, that's it's awesome. A beautiful picture. No, that's awesome. And, and, and uh, I think about James chapter 2 with that. He talked about partiality and kind of in those terms. If someone comes to your church and they're dressed nicely yeah. and, and they have all maybe, you know, a jewelry on and things like that. You know, don't be so quick to bring them to the front and say, hey, yeah. you're going to get the preferred seat. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's showing partiality. Amen. You know, so you just never know. Like, I think you never know until you get to know people. And sometimes even in the church, we show partiality because of titles, mm-hmm. because of, you know, family background. Oh, that's such and such, you know, mm-hmm. a son, you yeah, know, yeah. or a daughter or whatever. Yeah. And, it, and it's a preferential <laughs> uh-huh. treatment. Billy Graham's grandsons have you all. Know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. it's God like bless them, even in that way, we yeah. have to watch. Sure. against uh, partiality that's not even um, skin color based yeah, but yeah. that's you know that's, a, it's a that's the point I was making that there's other ways that yeah. we do that yeah, yeah there's other um, ways that we do that but that yeah, was a beautiful right. picture to see yeah, these two brothers show no partiality but they had common ground obviously that of Lord Jesus Christ and of mm. course their biblical worldview and their love for their country yeah these were the things that brought them together yeah, yeah that's awesome and, and it's and it's a great I love the picture too because of the simplicity of it like you, you literally just have guys sitting around a table mm-hmm. I mean they're, they're coming around something that they have in common but yeah. they're very different yeah and one of the things that's lacking from this picture is an interested party lying to each other about mm. the other person because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in our culture mm-hmm. um, on whatever side you want to pick on whatever issue mm. um, there is lies being fed I yeah. mean, obviously the origin of these things is, is Satan himself but they're fed through the media yeah and we're told lies about each other yeah and that's where a lot of partiality issues come from mm-hmm. is because we see someone and they, they match a description that someone gave us and a list of assumptions about them and we treat them accordingly. Yeah, yeah. And that's an issue anywhere you look in society. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's uh, just, yeah. Yeah, Bishop E.W. Jackson, he came to one of our events and he spoke and he said, and he said this before in his program before, but he said, if, if, if for some reason one day we could wake up and all be the same skin color, <laughs> identical across the board, but we all had different color eyes, that we would find a way, sin nature would find a way to to discriminate or segregate or to separate 
and and say, well, now there's red color eyes over there, man. I don't know about them. You talked about you, yeah. You if I see somebody with red color eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably would do that too. Then. Yeah, yeah. But you get the point. Blue, yeah. green, whatever yeah. color, uh, we'd find a way to to to, right. to segregate in our yeah. own yeah. corner. And that. that's true. Yeah. This is a heart issue. Yeah, it's right. A heart issue. Yeah. But in the context of a church, I mean, like one of the wonderful things that we have, I mean, obviously there's the Holy spirit who lives within all of God's mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. And so we're able to have a fellowship that the world can't really comprehend. Mm-hmm. And so there can be a degree of listening to one another. Sure, yeah. There can be a degree of compassion and empathy mm-hmm. that we have for one another yeah. that really is found nowhere else. Really. Yeah. yeah. You know? And you know, that's a, that's a problem. I think the church is dealing with today mm-hmm. is that, we have allowed certain uh, ideologies and, and philosophies to come within the church and it's dividing the church from within, mm-hmm. you know, and we've talked about it on our program, you know, just the critical race theory and intersectionality. Those are big terms that really that the enemy is used as Marxist terms, you know, that the enemy is using right now mm-hmm. to divide whole churches yeah. and, and denominations, you know, and, it, and, it's, and he's using the backdrop of the history of this country, you know, and some of the bad things yes. that happened to, to drive a wedge between the body of Christ. But if we stick to the scriptures, yeah. we, Colossians 3, you know, Paul tells us how, do, how, do, how we deal with each other. We, we abhor evil. Mm-hmm. You know, we love one another. Yeah. We are supposed to be tenderhearted to one another, forgiving each mm-hmm. other. You know, but I'm hearing now, no, I can't fellowship with this person because right. they may have voted for someone I don't <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I feel c- uncomfortable worshiping with my brother who I've been in church with for 10 years. But now, but now, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, and so that's happening. But wow. we have to stick to the scripture. We have to go back to the word of God, because mm-hmm. if we accept the philosophies of man and, you know, all these different things. It will drive us apart, yeah. but the word of God, the straight edge of scripture, what we call it, you know, that's able to uh, uh, help us to, to govern ourselves with our family. Mm-hmm. You know? and, yeah, and, and let me just add on there. And now I, if I start getting further away from you this, you bring me back <laughs> okay, in. We'll do that. But I'm thinking about what's all going on in our culture, too. Yeah. Um, by the way, you can get our magazine. Uh, will wrote a great article. The mm-hmm. uh, Words Matter, the Sin of Partiality. Will Addison's on with us, and we're talking about his. Uh, article that he wrote for us, go to Engage, and we're only giving you about a third of it. So if you want to get the rest <laughs> of it, go to EngageMagazine.net, uh, fill out there uh, the, the word, uh, go to, click the word mm-hmm. magazine, fill yes. it out, and we'll send it to you within a couple of days. But I'm just thinking about what's all going on in our culture right mm-hmm. now, and um, it really bothers me too to see, now, we I've had this discussion about 10 times, so I'm trying to walk on eggshells here, because I've had a lot of discussion with a lot of people, <laughs> but there is a it, emotions or feelings that people feel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dismiss that because it does happen. Right. But just because emotions and feelings come, you have doesn't make those necessarily true all the time. Is mm. that a, is that a fair statement? Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because somebody, for example, would you know tell me how they've been mistreated because they have darker skin color, uh-huh. and I listen to them, yeah. hear them out. And then, uh, uh, not all the time. Some there have been multiple times where I go, "Yep, that you were mistreated specifically because you're scared." Yeah. And I've and I've I've been in the room mm-hmm. when someone was mistreated specifically because of their skin color. We mm-hmm. don't have the time for the whole story right here. Yeah. But I was in the room specifically for their skin color, and I said, and I said, "This is wrong." I, I got mad. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna tell you all I did. But I got, <laughs> I got threw over the table. Yeah, I got, I got pretty upset about it. Okay? So I have seen that happen. I do, I do know that exists. Right. right. Yeah. However, 
I've had just as many or more conversations with people begin to explain their difficulties because their skin's darker, and you st- and you start going, um, did they say that? Are you thinking they said that? Or mm. do you assume they said that? Yeah. And I think about how things can be perceived, but then if you sit down mm-hmm. and you go, now this is what I heard, or this is what, like the scripture says, you sit down with your brother. Yes. If we carry out the scripture, and you go, and they go, no, I didn't even realize I did that. Is that what I did? Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, like there's so many things that that that, that come into play. I think yeah. about how sometimes I react to people externally based on what has taken place at home or what's taken place at work or what's taking place here, and it had nothing to do with them. Yeah. And so I'm afraid. Yeah. So I'm afraid so many times that if we didn't, if we have a problem, we think somebody's thinking something different about us. First of all, I'm a very I don't I'm not very sensitive on that kind of stuff. So if somebody thinks something about me, I don't really care unless mm-hmm. I've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I but I do think that the millennials are far more sensitive mm-hmm. than the generations in the past. I believe so. To the to better or for worse, <laughs> yeah. you know, for yeah. the, for the fault and for the good. I mean, yeah. we do want to we do care, right, right. But on the other hand, like we get politically correct. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of a trait, you know, it's one hand. But I've seen that. And would you agree, though, that we need to, just because we have feelings and emotions and, right. and we feel a certain way, we don't need to make, we don't need to burn statues over that. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's, I know that's a big extreme, but. Yeah. You know. Now, I think, like you said, you we show empathy. Sure. You know, someone really uh, feels they're a certain hurt. way and they're hurt. Yeah. We have to take time to hear. Sure. You know, but at the same time, you know, um, if it's pointed out, if, if you do talk, and you figure out, oh, this is why this happened, and this is, you know, this is the body of Christ. This yeah. is how we, you know, operate, operate yeah. with each other. You know, it's a family, and family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have characters that you don't get along with. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and things happen. But if you can sit down and talk about it with the Word of God and say, Hey, yeah. man, this is what I, I, I felt. Can you help me out with this? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. And if you can have that discussion, man, a lot of times it can be resolved. I found that the enemy grows like the the work of the enemy grows in misunderstanding mm-hmm. you know i Absolutely. see i've seen it in church all the time like where someone would think somebody said something or did yes. something and it wasn't really what was happening you know but when you can get together and say hey this is what i was feeling and talk about it mm-hmm. a lot of time that stuff is squashed yeah. absolutely and we have to do that we have to do that within the body of christ even With on issues like this yes yeah yeah absolutely well, I mean, we, go, we got 30 more seconds Golly. left, so wow. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like we could probably that. do a couple more episodes on <laughs> this. Well, that's fine. It was a good story. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna. Um, but I was just thinking, though, like in light of eternity, look, eternity really just kind of silences mm. the sin of partiality and just any justification because yeah. the sin of partiality tells the lie that a difference that you can see is stronger than the blood of Christ mm. when it comes to your brother or sister. Wow. wow. And to believe that is idolatry. Yeah. So <laughs> eternity silences the sin of partiality. So Amen. think on eternity, meditate on that, and think Amen. about the blood of Christ and the power there. And continue to share to the plan of scripture. Thank you, Will, for being on oh, with us today. We'll hopefully again. have you on again man, pretty I'll, soon. Man, that'd be great. And uh, continue to share to the truth plus scripture. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.